Welcome to foreverfit.tv, your online source for fitness, nutrition, and lifestyle. With your host, Nicola Riley, personal trainer, nutrition, and lifestyle coach, here to help you get in the best shape of your life. Hey, welcome to foreverfit.tv. I'm Nicola Riley, your online personal trainer, nutrition, and lifestyle coach, and this is podcast episode 28. So we're week three, we're on a roll. I was procrastinating, like I mentioned a few weeks ago, I was procrastinating getting these coming out weekly, but I am on a mission and I am really enjoying these weekly podcasts. It's a really great opportunity just for me to be able to bring you lots of new information, what's been happening, and for you to be able to send in your listener questions. So if you do have any questions that you want me to answer on this show, please send them in, and I'd love to be able to help you out in the comfort of your iPod or your your um, computer and you'll be able to listen for any words of wisdom that I might have to share. So do send them in. You can just submit your question below the post, so under Podcast 28, or you can just put them on Facebook when I post them up as well, or just simply send me an email. However you wish, just send those questions on in. So new this week in the online gym, I've got an awesome power yoga. This is a longer routine than what you might be used to, so this has got... Um, just it's over half an hour and it's fantastic. I wanted to start to introduce some slightly longer power yogas because the first 20 power yogas are all under 30 minutes. So now I want to start introducing some longer ones for you just to get even more of the benefits that you get from yoga. So lots of relaxation, flexibility and strength training. But keeping those cortisol levels down and just making you feel really fantastic after them. So look out for that power yoga this week. And then a brand new hit number 44, this one was awesome. I wanted to use lots of heavy weights to get more bang for my buck out of this workout. So I was using 12kg kettlebell for most of the workout and it made it really tough. So get in and give that one a whirl and let me know what you think. I hope you enjoy it. And it's all about doing it as fast as you can. So this is um, the exercise, this is a set amount of reps and your goal is to try and beat my time. So I hope that you do, and just give it a will, and yeah, hopefully you, can, you feel that the next day. I've done some new posts on, in the online gym as well. The first one is all about trusting your intuition when it comes to exercise. And I, I talked last week all about trusting your intuition when it comes to food and how to trust your instincts, like when you need to be eating, how to intuitively eat. And so this is where I wanted to talk about how to intuitively exercise, because so often we, um, it's a really fine line between over-exercising and under-exercising, and sometimes we get stuck into the mindset of sticking to a really rigid plan and we don't step outside and think okay actually my body needs a rest today or actually my body is feeling fantastic and I just want to go for gold today so this is where it, um, you, you've got to start to train smarter and just start to think about okay what does my body actually need today and learn to understand um, when to train hard, when to pull back don't be afraid to go, right, today I'm quite tired. I, I don't think I'll do that intense workout. Or you might have had an incredibly stressful day. You might have lack of sleep. You might just be feeling really exhausted from all sorts of other things that have been happening in your world. And doing an intense workout might be the absolute last thing you need or it might be exactly what you need. So the more you exercise, the more you get your food right, the more you... Um, use the plans that are in the online gym, the more you get to understand how to structure your week and what you want to aim to get in your week, 
but then giving you the tools so that you can understand, okay, I need to pull back today, I'm not feeling too good, or understanding like when I can go and when, I, when my body's ready to push itself. So there are certain things that you always want to make sure that you get into your week when it comes to training, and I've got all those sorts of structures in the online gym, and this is where when you have your training right, you can, you can get that balance right, because if you train incredibly intense and you train well, you generally would not be able to hit that sort of intensity gain for a good three to four days later. So, so often people just train really, really hard. And I guess this is where there's a big rise in, you know, um, the, the high intensity training and the um, benefits of it are fantastic. But if you're actually going at your high intensity, you're using weights and you're really pushing your body, you do not need to be doing those workouts more than three to four times a week or even two to three times per week. It's all about learning to understand what your body needs and so that you can develop the right type of fitness that works for you and really learn how to listen to your body. And again, like I said, I've got all those programs in the online gym and I help you um, learn how to understand how to structure the week and what you need to put into it. So my message from that is just to learn about, you know, just taking a step back and just trusting your um, intuition when it comes to exercise, just understanding, do I need to exercise? Am I feeling tired and lethargic because I haven't exercised? Am I feeling exhausted because I haven't got my food right and the best thing for me to do is to go for a run and boost my metabolism and get myself feeling fantastic? Or am I feeling tired and exhausted because I've had an incredibly stressful day, I've had lack of sleep, I'm starting to feel a bit run down, and so my body actually doesn't need that high-intensity exercise, and what it needs is something more like yoga and walking. So just starting to pay attention to what your body actually needs. Then the other post I've done in the online gym is all about autoimmune diet and how it can help with inflammation. I go into huge depth here about um, what foods to avoid, what foods to eliminate um, through to what foods you're allowed and all the different um, reasonings behind the foods that are in an autoimmune protocol. There's lots. I've tried plenty of diets because I've gone through my leaky gut and I've um, had all my, <laughs> my issues with adrenal fatigue and hormone imbalances, skin problems and everything, and that was all due to the leaky gut. And so I dabbled in lots of different autoimmune diets out there from um, your GAPS diet to the paleo autoimmune protocol through the SCD lifestyle protocols. There's lots of them of them out there and they all have fairly similar um, things within them but what I've learnt and what I've um, developed and put in the online gym is my own take on all of these and what I found to work. So I've got um, yeah, all the details in there about all the types of foods and what I found to work for me personally and what I've been using with my clients as well. So check that out and if you do have any sort of autoimmune conditions or things like that, this could be something that will just help you work out the foods that are right and the foods to avoid and how you can start to heal your body from the inside out from the food that you eat. Um, so this week, um, the topic I wanted to talk to you all about was superfoods. I get all, asked all the time about, you know, hey Nicola, what do you think of maca, or what do you think of spirulina, or what do you think of um, any sort of different, whatever the, the latest superfoods is that's been written up in a magazine. So I thought I would go into detail about what I think they are, and um, what for you to look out for. 
the superfoods to me, um, there's, there's no one food that can make you feel amazing. There's no one food that can fix your hormones. There's no one food that can give you this amazing energy. Because the thing to understand is that you are only as healthy as your digestive system and you're only as healthy as, as you are able to absorb and to digest your nutrients. So any superfood that you might be eating is only going to be able to be used and to get the benefits from if you've got good digestive health and if you're able to absorb those nutrients. So the first place to always start is making sure you're getting an incredibly nutrient-dense real food diet that is helping your digestive system and getting you really good health and vitality. It is then when you can add in these amazing nutrient-dense foods, aka superfoods, that can enhance an already well-rounded diet. And so this is where um, my take on superfoods comes in and what I believe to be some really good superfoods. So um, the other thing to understand is that you know, so many people think, okay, chia seeds, chia seeds are amazing. Everybody's writing about chia seeds. They are the next best thing. And if I put them into my smoothie or onto my thing, it means that I'm going to have amazing skin or I'm going to have amazing joints because these everybody's raving about chia seeds. But then you go off and you eat a muffin or you go and have gluten or dairy and sugar and everything else. And so you believe you're getting all this amazing nutrients from these chia seeds, but you're actually... <laughs> your body can't do anything with it because you're causing damage at the same time. So you have to get everything else right in, in order to get the amazing benefits that something like chia seeds offer you. So when it comes to my favourite superfoods and what I think to be the best superfoods, my number one would have to be bone broth. And this would be homemade real bone broth. The reason being is because this is packed full of collagen, gelatin, chondroitin, glycerin all the essential nutrients that are vital for your bone, your joint, your skin health, along with incredible healing benefits for your gut. So that means that if you're eating, the, uh, having bone broth throughout your day or throughout your week, it's helping with the lining of your gut, it's helping to get your digestive system really healthy because not only are these, like these minerals fantastic for your bone and joint health, they help heal the mucosal lining of your intestinal tract and they help you recover if you've got any form of leaky gut. So this means any nutrients in, that you are eating through your food, you're helping to heal your gut so your body's actually able to absorb and to digest those foods. So this is why this is my number one superfood, because it is helping your body to better use other foods because it's helping to heal your gut lining and also you're getting all these amazing nutrients from the, the bone broth. So it's also incredibly full, like it's got some amino acids in there as well. And it also, the gelatin in it helps with like joint pain and sleep quality. So there's heaps of huge benefits from including bone broth into your diet. My second um, superfood that I think is fantastic is fermented foods. So this is your things like your sauerkraut, your kimchi, kombucha, kefir, and um, yogurts, which could be made from your coconut cream or milk or from dairy if you can tolerate dairy. And the reason this is so powerful is because there's huge connection between the health of your gut and the health of your brain. And so making sure that you are getting good, healthy gut flora is making sure that you're getting a good gut-brain access going on in your body. So when 
when you're, you've got any sort of digestive problems or eating a diet that's full of sugar and junk food, you're going to have a balance of um, bad bacteria. You're going to have a, an imbalance between good and bad bacteria. And so this is, again, going to affect how well you digest and you absorb your foods. And so this is why you want to bring back that balance and make sure that you've got plenty of good beneficial bacteria in your gut because it's the bacteria that helps you absorb and for you to digest the minerals and vitamins that you're eating from your food. So without that good bacteria, any superfoods that you might be throwing into your diet aren't, aren't able to be used. So we need to make sure that we're bringing back that gut, the gut health first by the bone broth, then making sure you've got the good beneficial bacteria to be able to absorb and to digest those foods and then also helping you um, get a really good gut brain function so that your body's able to function properly and healthily. The third superfood they've got, this one is something that is probably the hardest one to introduce into your diet. This is organ meats. So organ meats for ounce for ounce is the most nutrient dense food on the planet. It's loaded with fat-soluble vitamins like retinol, which is preformed vitamin A, and it, which is crucial for your reproductive health, and it's really hard for you to get in your ass in your diet. It's also a great source of absorbable iron. So often we're taking iron tablets and pills and potions, and it's all synthetic iron. So you want to make sure that you're getting iron that is absorbable iron, and this can help prevent miscarriages, um, maternal anemia, and B12 and um, liver also contains B12, which is required for um, the proper formation of your red blood cells and for DNA. It's also a really good source for bioavailable protein, zinc and folate, which are all incredibly important for your fertility health, reproductive health and just general well-being. So, <laughs> superfood number four is eggs and egg yolks. Eggs got a bad rap for a wee while there, and if you've been following through for, for a wee while, you'll know that um, eggs are fantastic in my eyes. They are nature's multivitamin. They're especially they're so nutrient dense that this is, of course, organic, free-range eggs. When you buy eggs that are non-organic, and if and the chickens are fed a diet that's high in grains, your egg becomes very high in omega-6 fatty acids and you want to make sure that when you are choosing an egg you're eating an egg that's been pasture-raised in a natural environment because that is then going to have the proper balance of your omega-3s and your omega-6s because any diet that's high in omega-6 causes inflammation and that's something that we don't want so we're always wanting to make sure that we are getting plenty of omega-3s and getting the good balance between those so that we are bringing down inflammation and staying really healthy. The other thing that eggs are really high in is choline, which helps protect against neural tube defects. So this is really important for fertility health or for, the, for pregnancy as well, the choline. And eggs are really rich in protein, vitamins, antioxidants and minerals. And so especially the, most of these nutrients as well are inside the egg yolk. And for so many people when they go on like a low-fat diet, they chuck out the yolks and they avoid them because they think that they are the part of the egg that should be cut out. But when you include those yolks, that's where you're getting the real beneficial nutrients and also the good quality fats that your body needs as well. My fifth superfood is beef. Good old beef. 
Beef contains, would you believe, between two to six times the amount of omega-3 fatty acids. Sorry, a sick, a sick, um, let me start that again. So grass-fed beef, so this is where you've got to make sure we're really lucky in New Zealand and that most, all of our beef is grass-fed beef. But if you're listening to this and you're not in New Zealand, you may be getting beef that's being fed grain. So similar to the eggs, that, that beef might be high in omega-6. So if you're eating grass-fed beef, it's going to have high levels of omega-3 fats compared to the um, grain-fed beef. It's also a really good source of the um, natural protein and linoleic acid as well. So my next um, superfood is cold water fatty fish. So seafood is a food that is really high in your omega-3s again and this is really important for bringing down inflammation and it's high high in your EPA and DHA. So DHA is particularly important for fertility and pregnancy and it is something that we require for not only our hormonal health for our eye health and skin health as well. So we need to make sure that we're getting enough um, omega-3s in there and in particular EPA and DHA and this is where you get it from that cold water fatty fish and again you want to make sure that it's wild fish, cold water and that it has got that high oil content in there so that you are getting the benefits of there. Fish that isn't high in oil also has some levels of omega-3 but again if you are choosing the types of fish and you're only getting fish into your diet a couple of times a week then I would aim for the cold water fish. So this is your things like your salmon, tuna, um, even your shellfish is really beneficial and full of amazing nutrients too. And then if you also get in, you could get into things like um, sardines if you wanted to give them a crack too. The other thing to note as well is if you were to be getting like canned salmon, for me I think the best form of canned salmon is... Um, there is some on the market that is wild caught salmon and it has no salt in it. And for me, you either go for that option there or you're going to go for salmon in olive oil. Don't go for the salmon in brine because this has got um, all the, the wrong types of salts and preservatives in it. And you'll notice the difference. Once you, once you remove the processed packaged salts out of your diet and you start eating real quality salt, when you go get something like um, canned fish or anything like that from the supermarket you'll notice the difference in how intense that brine salty flavour is. So if you are buying any sort of canned fish, make sure that you get it eight, one without the salt. If you can't find it the salt, because some supermarkets don't stock it, then get it in the olive oil. And the, thing, the reason why this is quite good as well is because the salmon contains all the soft bones in there. And that's incredibly good for you. That's where you can get some real high doses of calcium. So if for some reason you've cut out dairy out of your diet, like myself, and you are sort of wondering how I can get more calcium to that, this is one of the best ways to do it, is through your canned fish with all the soft bones in there and to eat all of those bones. So my seventh superfood is cod liver oil. Cod liver oil is absolutely amazing. And if you can get the cod liver oil that I've talked about a lot on my site where it's got the vitamin K in it as well, so this is cod liver oil and butter oil blend, because the reason this is so powerful is because it's been found through Dr. Weston A. Price that vitamin A and D, which is found in your cod liver oil, 
weren't absorbed as well without the beneficial vitamin K. So when he combined the cod liver oil with the vitamin K, it meant that you were able to absorb and digest those vitamins properly and your body was able to use them. And the reason these um, vitamins are so powerful is number one, vitamin D is crucial for fertility and pregnancy and most people are deficient in their vitamin D. Vitamin D promotes the development of your bones, especially um, like throughout your entire age. So if you've got any sort of um, inflammation in your bones, you're going to want to make sure that you've got some vitamin D into your diet. It's also a really good source of long-chain omega-3 fats with your EPA and your DHA. Um, vitamin A is really beneficial for your eye health, your skin health, and your hormonal health as well. So those all combined, and then with the activation factor of your vitamin K, you're getting a really good all-round source. And for me, this is one of the things that I take for my skin health, and it's been amazing. Whenever I forget to take it, I notice a skin, and I, I, my skin starts to get rough again and rash up. So this is a, a huge beneficial thing, not only for my skin health, but I know it's bone health, gut health. It's... Um, really anti-inflammatory so any if I've eaten something that wasn't quite right I'll take a spoonful of cod liver oil and it can spring down any inflammation that I might have in my gut. Um, the next superfood I've got is uh, raw dairy. This is something that I can't, I, I've dabbled in a bit and this is just because of my own personal issues, my leaky gut and just the severity of it but for me I fully believe that raw dairy is one of the best things that you can be getting because it's it's high in saturated fats which is really beneficial for your hormonal health and it's also a really good source of your fat soluble vitamins A, D, K and E so just like the cod liver oil you've got those essential vitamins and it's it's really healthy for you. Um, so you want, the good way to get raw dairy into your diet is through fermented dairy products made with raw dairy. So making your own yogurt and kefir if you can is the best way to get like the beneficial bacteria and to get those vitamins into your body as well. And when you're making the homemade yogurt, you're also reducing the amount of lactose in, in the yogurt, which is what most people have a problem with. So for myself, I can have um, ghee, butter and cream because all of those things don't contain lactose in them. And when I make um, kefir with um, a, like the bacteria to produce yogurt, I'm absolutely fine with that. I just, because I don't go out and, and actively buy some raw dairy, that's something like that I don't get too much of, but I know that I can handle it. It's something that I want to add more into my diet. I just need to <laughs> add more in. One of those things that you got to get around to doing. But I did do a wee test on myself where I added, I tried... Um, a kefir mix with yogurt and I tried um, some other one but I did a post on it as well that I did a wee experiment with two different types of bacteria in raw milk one of them I was okay with which was the kefir because the kefir is renowned for eating up all of the lactose and creating a beneficial um, drink for you to drink and the other one was I think it was a, maybe a I can't quite remember but that one there had more, slightly more lactose and it didn't ferment, it's a slightly different fermentation process and so that I wasn't quite as happy on that. So the, the only way to understand whether or not you can tolerate certain things is to do just that, is to experiment and find out what's right. 
My next superfood is, this should actually be higher up the ranks I think, is good old Himalayan rock salt. Rock salt is the best source of all your trace minerals and elements and it is the best thing for you to add into your water every single day. Every bottle of water I have, I have um, a big litre, one of those big litre glass bottles and I make sure that I have like half a teaspoon, quarter to half a teaspoon of salt in my water. The key to know whether or not you're adding enough salt is whether or not you can taste the salt. When you add salt to water, you'll feel that the water becomes slightly thicker and if you can't taste the salt in there, then you can add more salt into it. If, um, so for example, the salt water that I put into my drink bottle is slightly different to the amount that say Ben puts into his and he'll drink my drink bottle and he'll be like, yuck. And because it's really salty or vice versa and there'll be days when you can handle more salt and days when your body needs more salt and vice versa there'll be days when you don't need as much salt. And why this happens is because salt and sodium are really um, are required for your adrenals to function properly. And so when you become really stressed, you might find that you need higher levels of salt in, in your diet. So this is where you add in a little bit more salt into your drink bottle and it helps support your adrenals and helps keep you going and feeling really good. The other thing I've added in there is lemon because I think lemon is an amazing superfood. It's... I again add this into my water each day and this is just something like the vitamin C for me it's just a really good way to get good quality amounts of vitamin C and vitamin C is crucial for your adrenal health again and just for there are so many health benefits from vitamin C and from citrus fruits so this is where I get mine from and I just think the good old lemon is one of those amazing superfoods that's just underrated. Then got blueberries is another one. Um, Blueberries are really high in fiber, vitamins and antioxidants and they're one of nature's most potent antioxidants so they're going to help you like not age faster and they've got high levels of anthocyanidins and elagic acid. They're also quite high, also quite low sorry, in calories if you are doing any sort of calorie counting and they are yeah, just fantastic for you to include on a daily basis into your diet. I love mine at the end of the day, um, frozen, just a cup of frozen berries and I just pick on them while I'm watching a bit of telly or reading some blogs or, or I might throw them into a smoothie during the day. Um, a couple more I've got here is flax seeds. These are really high in alpha linoleic acid in a form of which is a form of omega-3 and they're really 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 high in manganese, magnesium and fiber so if you've got any stress in your diet it's really important to get enough magnesium in and a daily serving of flax seeds in like a fruit smoothie is a really good choice for you to make. Um, the other thing is um, what was I gonna say cacao is my next superfood. I think cacao is amazing. Again, this is really high in magnesium and just a little bit of homemade chocolate each day I think is fantastic. Not only just to make you feel good, it's got some um, really good, uh, it's got amazing nutrients in there and also it's just got that whole feel good factor when you can have add a little bit into your diet, it feels like a little bit of a treat. Then there's garlic. Garlic is Aside so for just being amazing, it's really beneficial for your heart health, um, maintaining high healthy cholesterol levels, 
and also can help reduce blood pressure, help with your immune system. It can help. Um, it's got some antibacterial properties. So if you've got any bacterial issues, can help with that. It's really high in antioxidants, and it's just something that's really easy for you to add into your diet. So as you can see, there are my top superfoods. These are foods that are just normal foods. They're not foods that are hard to source or, um, you know, they're awkward to cook or you're not sure how to use. These are just good old foods that you can get your hands on nice and easy. And when you combine that with an amazing diet, good exercise, that's what's going to get you feeling amazing. And this is the type of foods that I think are the most important to add into your diet. You can, of course, you can, of course be adding in, um, like, the... I want to say cliche without saying cliche. You can, of course, like the superfoods that you might see in the latest magazine article or anything like that. You can, of course, add them in. But like I said, they can be expensive and they can be, you know, just on it hard to source. So come back to basics. Come back to getting your food right, real food, and just making sure you're eating a really good, nourishing, nutrient-dense diet. And that's when you're going to get the results that you want. Okay, so I am going to finish off this episode with a couple of listener questions. So the first question I have got is, Hey Nicola, I haven't exercised regularly since having my first baby over six months ago. Do you have any advice on how I can ease back into exercise? Now this is an awesome question and it's commonly asked. And this comes back to um, like what I talked about at the start is intuitively exercising, learning how to listen to your body. And like I said, easing back into it and starting gently. It's also very dependent on the, the level of fitness you had before pregnancy and throughout pregnancy. If you haven't done anything for a year or over a year, then it's really important for you to be starting off super gentle and just going with um, things like walking and just doing lots of like body weight exercises to get your body feeling good. And um, making sure with... When it comes to getting your exercise right, you've got to, again, start with your food. So many people think that they've got to do everything at once, and they think that they've got to start this exercise plan, they've got to start eating right, they've got to start sleeping right, and it all just becomes overwhelming, so they just carry on doing what they're doing. For anyone who wants to start to get healthy and wants to start to exercise, I absolutely make sure that they start with their diet. They start with their lifestyle, and especially for you being a new mum, you need to make sure that, number one, you're getting enough sleep. You need to make sure that you're getting enough sleep so that your body can recover, so that it can rejuvenate, and so that you can have energy to actually exercise. You then want to make sure that you're getting yourself outside to get some, some sunlight on your body to help um, your body develop a natural rhythm. And because when you get a natural rhythm with the light and the dark, it's going to help with the sleep quality and it's going to help you fall asleep and help you get the benefits of a really good sleep as well. You then need to really make sure that you're getting that really good quality diet so that number one it's supporting you for any times of stress that you might be having. It might be supporting you so that if you are getting a lack of sleep you're getting enough nutrients from your diet and you're getting enough energy. You don't want to go into counting calories and trying to lose weight by stressing about your food you want to be thinking about in this time providing my body with enough enough nutrients and minerals and vitamins from the food that I'm eating and eating food that's right for me so 
in the online gym I've got all those nutrition and lifestyle questionnaires where all you have to do is fill them out and send them in to me and that's where I'll get a really good understanding what you're eating. I can help you find the foods that are right for you and help you get, get your diet on track so that you are feeling great. Then when it comes to the exercise, you start gentle. So first I want you to be getting outside. So the best thing for you to do is to be getting outside for a walk. And you might want to start with getting outside for a walk. Um, if you've got enough energy, then you want to be getting outside for a walk every single day of the week. And you want to be starting off with 10 to 15 minutes just around the block and getting that happening so that you, you're starting to get some energy. If that's too much and, that, and I'm not quite sure on your current en like energy levels or current fitness, so then you want to start with three times a week. And you want to just be getting outside, get that routine happening and just start to feel the benefits that you get from that exercise. I've done a post in, on Forever Fit and it's all about working in versus working out and I've also, there's a video in the online gym as well. And so many people think of exercise as something that is all about taking energy away from us, working out, so um, taking out the energy. And with this time of your life, I want you to think of exercise as working in. So think of exercise as exercise to build energy and exercise to create energy so that you are feeling better. So a 10 minute walk about around the block in the sunshine with awesome music and a or a podcast like this one is going to pump you up. It's going to fill your body with energy. It's going to give you positive thoughts. It's going to just make you feel really good and energized. And then when you combine that with a really good diet, this is what I call working out. This we're working in. This is about building energy into your body. Then you might want to do things like yoga, some, some nice low-intensity yoga to build energy into your body. Because if you've got any sort of... Um, you know, lack of sleep or you're getting sleep deprived, it's all about energy building, all about getting that energy into the body. And when it comes to weight loss, this is naturally going to happen when you get more movement into your body and when you start to get your food right for your body. So make sure that, number one, you ease into it and you really listen to your body so that you've got a natural rhythm happening. And so the first place I would start is walking like I said and then I would start with some light workouts from the online gym so these are all just using your body weight they're natural functional movements and they're all around 10 minutes long so, so you, you can just split them, them up and just do little wee routines like you could do half the workout before breakfast you could do a little bit of the workout before lunch and you could just split it up so just making those workouts slot into your day and getting the movement happening is again about working in and creating and cultivating this energy within your body then over time when you start to bring more movement into your life when you start to eat right when you're getting outside for um exercise and you don't put exercise in the too hard basket because if you've got this thought of my exercise routine has to be an hour or 30 minutes of high intensity and it has to be tough then you're not going to do it but if you've got this mindset of, right, I'm just going to create a more active day, I'm going to do exercise that builds energy, I'm going to get outside and I am just going to make my body feel great, you're going to get more things into your day that you enjoy and over time you're going to find that that, that 15 minute walk turns into a 30 minute walk 
then that turns into a walk that happens every day. You might find that after that walk, some days you're feeling really good and you're going to add in some light workouts into that and over time your exercise is going to start to increase naturally because you've gone at, at it the right way. You've done this working in process and it's all about cultivating energy and feeling really good. So that is how I suggest that you ease back into it. And I have got programs in the online gym as well to help, um, like it's, one's a busy mums program, one's a fitness after pregnancy program, and then I've got programs in there for um, fitness through pregnancy as well. So check so, out those programs, and if you do have any questions, that's what I'm here for. Okay, so my last question is, hey Nicola, I'm currently just starting out with clean eating, and I've dabbled in... Um, I've dabbled with no gluten and I'm just wondering how do I know if I'm gluten intolerant or not and what is the best way for me to eat into this new way of eating without it costing a fortune? Hey, this is an awesome question and the, um, how do I start this? The thing, the thing to understand is that number one, I think everybody should avoid gluten because um, gluten is something that is incredibly it's inflammatory and it's the gluten today is different to the gluten of the past the grains have changed they've been genetically modified and we're getting problems with um, people developing autoimmune conditions and getting like leaky gut problems and things like that because of the type of the the grain and the wheat and the gluten that is in today's diet so for me when you're saying dabbling with no gluten i would just cut out gluten altogether because dabbling you're never going to know if you're if you just dabble the only way to fully understand whether or not you can tolerate gluten is to cut it out completely for 30 days then reintroduce it take note of how you look how you are feeling how your brain's functioning take note of all the things that you're feeling before you reintroduce it then reintroduce it and see what you notice if there's no change then um go ahead and keep eating it but if you find any sort of changes so this could be anything from like an itchy throat to allergies to um, some joint pain to some weight gain it could be weight gain as much as a kg overnight from the inflammation that happens in your body um, if you notice anything from like bloating if you when you go to the toilet your number twos aren't looking as good as they should be if you have um, diarrhea gas all those sorts of things are all symptoms that um, you've got, there's an intolerance to gluten. So cut it out for 30 days. Don't dabble and have, you know, a little bit for breakfast and then none for the rest of the day. You have to get a clean slate and allow your gut to heal and repair so that when you do reintroduce, you're going to get a really clear sign of whether or not you tolerate gluten or not. And when it comes to you saying um, so that it's not too expensive, the thing to understand with going gluten-free is that it doesn't just mean that you go and suddenly buy a whole lot of gluten-free products because this is going to be really expensive because companies know that gluten-free is on the rise and so they're just creating a whole lot of products that, again, they're just packaged processed foods with gluten-free tapped on the side of them. So you're paying a whole lot of money just because it's got the gluten-free label on it and it doesn't mean that it's much better for your health because it's still going to contain all the... Um, process like preservatives and additives in that food source. Your best way to um, go gluten free is to be making food yourself and to be creating all these amazing treats or if you want to be having muffins and things you're creating them at home. The other thing to understand is a muffin is still a muffin 
even if it is gluten-free or not. So if your goal is to be looking and feeling good and helping yourself look um, to lose weight, then you need to be paying attention to the types of foods that you're eating, making sure your sugar stays low and how you're making things like muffins and what goes into them. And this is why I've got all those sorts of recipes on my site. So when it comes to going gluten-free, simple, just go go with eating real food. So one ingredient pantry, making sure you're stocking your pantry with real food. Shop around the outside edge of your supermarket. Make... Um, snacks like those sorts of truffles that I've got on my site, make baking with nut flours, um, just real real food and avoid like sauces and um, dressings because they can contain not only gluten in them but also high fructose corn syrup too so you want to make sure you're keeping your sugar levels down too. So don't just go gluten-free and buy a whole lot of like gluten-free pasta, gluten-free muffins, gluten-free snacks because you'll end up paying a fortune for your supermarket bill. Just start with eating real food, load up with vegetables and fruits um, and you can go from there and all just that's the way to ease into it and avoid the gluten. So cut it out for 30 days, see how you feel uh, when you reintroduce it and just don't buy into marketing, just eat real food. Hey, so that is it for this episode. I hope you enjoyed. If you've got any questions that you would like me to answer on next week's episode, please send them on in. You can just answer, um, send in the question below this post page, podcast episode number 28, or you can even put it on a Facebook page or send me an email. Thanks for tuning in. If you haven't already, make sure you sign up to my newsletter where you get weekly updates of all the latest blog posts, recipes. I've just done a fantastic prawn barbecue recipe with zucchinis and wilted spinach. It was amazing. I had um, Ben's mum's birthday so that was what I created on the barbecue. It was an awesome recipe because it meant that I didn't have to do much cooking and it's cooked up in like five minutes and looks fantastic. So if you're after some good summertime barbecue recipes that's a winner. And I also got a chocolate sauce recipe that I put up on the site too. So check them out. Sign up to the newsletter. Get all the latest information. And I will see you really soon for your next episode.